At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. The first four get underway tonight, Amal, uh, with a good matchup between Indiana and Wyoming. And we have a special treat for the viewers today. Normally on Wednesday, we're going to get a little Frank Schwab here in about 30 minutes, talk some Tom Brady. Some quarterback news in the NFL, little NBA stuff, and maybe some of his early picks in the tournament. Tom Brady having a hard time uh, deferring from the spotlight. <laughs> I want to. I want to help. Uh, I want to get some understanding from Frank if he thinks the move to make Tampa Bay the favorite in the NFC is accurate. And then can we? Can the better get ahead of the Deshaun Watson news and get any value there? Is there a, a prop available in terms of? Potential liabilities. He's going to be playing for free next year. He's going to be paying for Tony Busby and all his clients. <laughs> he might play for free for a few years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, Amal. We uh, went through the West and the South mm-hmm. regions yesterday, and we came up with the same picks for the Final Four. Yeah. We were very chalkish here. On, on those two regions, have the top seed, uh, Gonzaga, advancing out of the West. The second overall seed in the tournament, Arizona advancing out of the South, the number one seed in that region. So let's go through the other two regions today, and let's start out with the East region. East region of all is going to be played, uh, the regional in Philadelphia. Baylor is the top seed here. Uh, Kentucky, the two seed. Interesting, in the betting markets, they're co-favorites to get to the Final Four, both at plus $2. Yeah, I don't think they're bad bets. Uh, I, I think you look at this region, to me, I don't believe St. Mary's will necessarily get through, but I think they're very capable of knocking off UCLA. 
I'm not a believer in Purdue. I just don't believe they can deliver in the big games. They see some reason they seem to stiffen up every year. Uh, we saw it against Iowa late in that game. They cut it to one, have an opportunity, couldn't get the stop when they needed it. Baylor and Kentucky are very intriguing. I think Kentucky's health being better than Baylor's gives them an edge in this one. I love the fact that you see Elite Eight odds as well. This is really intriguing. Sweet 16 as well. They yeah. have Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and Final Four odds, and the National Championship odds for all these teams. This is as markets continue to develop. You used to just get to, but to win the championship or not, not even to get to, to win the Final Four. And then a few years ago, they started putting out the regions. Well, well, that's the great thing about betting coming across a variety of different states because it's actually made people work in this state. <laughs> All right, let's get to the game-by-game matchups here. And let's start out Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific time on TBS from Dickey's Arena in Fort, Fort Worth, Worth, Texas, yes, baby. Of course. 16th seed Norfolk State against top-seeded Baylor. Norfolk State beat Coppin State 72-57 to win the MEAC. They've won six straight heading into this event. They did beat one of our favorite teams during the course of the year in a non-conference matchup. At UNC in Wilmington, yeah. seventy-four to sixty-nine. I'm sure they were about an eight-point favorite on the road against <laughs> Wilmington, who got no respect the whole year. <laughs> Baylor is the defending national champions of all, but they got knocked out in their first Big Twelve tournament game by Oklahoma in the quarterfinals, seventy-two to sixty-seven. This team, remember, started the year out fifteen and zero, finished off eleven and six, twenty-six and six. Amal. The Baylor Bear fans only have to go 91 miles down the 35 uh, to get to uh, to get to Fort Worth. I think this will be a pretty big home crowd for them. They are laying 21 and a half with a total of 137 and a half. Absolutely right. I mean, when you look at you have a ton of alum in the DFW area there. And by the way, this is probably the only arena I can think of where you actually have a real airport you can fly into DFW. Everywhere else, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, holy cow. You, these are regional places. Um, but I, I think Baylor's going to roll in this game. If you watch that Norfolk State, Coppin State game, boy, it was painful. Neither team was effective offensively against an elite defensive team like Baylor here. They should be able to name their score. You know, Mike, to me, I don't see an edge one way or the other in terms of this number at 21 and a half. I will say I lean towards the under, but my concern is if the game turns into such a blowout early on, it could become an open gym scenario. You could see Baylor score about 80 plus and then Norfolk State be able to score some points as well. So really kind of based on how the game plays out in the first 10 minutes for me. Next game at Dickey's on Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time features the ninth seed Marquette against the eighth seed North Carolina. Marquette lost the first game of the Big East tournament in the quarterfinal, Creighton 74 to 63, as you're painfully aware. They come into this at 19 and 12. Carolina, after that inexplicable loss to Pittsburgh at the Dean Dome, reeled off six straight before running into Virginia Tech in the ACC semifinals and getting beat 72 to 59. Carolina lane three here in this bottom all with a total. Uh, 151 and a half. Yeah, I have to look at North Carolina here only because this is more of a play against Marquette and what they've done over the last uh, several games in terms of down the stretch. I don't think they've been that impressive. Good team all year throughout the course of the season, but they've had their hiccups here down the stretch. And you mentioned that showing they had against uh, Creighton in that uh, Big East tournament. Four and six in their last 10. I think UNC gets back on track. They played a red-hot Virginia Tech team. I don't think they got enough credit, and I didn't give enough credit. What really bothers me is I took North Carolina in that game and it was a double, double revenge spot for Virginia Tech. Yeah. I had the under in that game just because I watched that game in Blacksburg, and it was a defensive struggle. We'll get to talk about this when we talk about Virginia Tech, but you've pointed out all year to me when we had these low totals in the teens, yeah. and I said, don't you have to go over? You say, not so fast. Yeah. 
They're, they're an elite defensive team. Absolutely, and the thing with them is they can still beat you even if they're struggling to shoot the three-point shot here with Marquette. They've got to really flourish offensively. I think, what's the total on this game, Mike? 151 and a half. I'm not surprised it's that high. Both teams are more than comfortable and confident going with tempo in this game, but if still favors North Carolina, the more up and down it is. Really, Marquette, the inconsistency offensively is an area of concern. I like UNC here in this one. I believe my Tar Heels will advance as well. But if you advance, what do you get? The date on Saturday with the defending national champions in their own backyard. Tough draw for them, I think. All right, we continue on Thursday evening, 6.50 p.m. Pacific time on TBS from the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. 13th seed Akron taking on the 4th seed UCLA. Akron, Amal, a very impressive run um, through the MAC tournament, beating to Buffalo in the quarterfinals, beating a very good Toledo team in the semifinals, and then Kent by 20 in the championship game. Remember, Akron opened the season at the shoe and lost 67-66 to Ohio State. UCLA made that incredible Final Four run last year as an 11 seed in the play-in game. They made it to the championship game of the Pac-12 tournament, where in the rubber match they lost to Arizona 84-76. to They had won five in a row heading into that game. Amal, I was really intrigued that Arizona was only a one-and-a-half-point favorite in that game, and really we took nothing but UCLA money. Here, UCLA laying 13-and-a-half against the Zips with a total of 127-and-a-half. Yeah, uh, you know, to me, I thought this number came out a little bit high at 14, comes down to 13-and-a-half here. I think Akron, John Gross's team is very well coached, defends extremely well. I think they'll be able to stay within this number. But, Mike, I lean towards the under a little bit more here. The Bruins are very capable of negating Akron offensively. If you haven't seen this team play, Ali Ali, Enrique Freeman, very solid. Xavier Castaneda, good trio of scores they have there. But they're they're in that 6-3 to 6-7 range where I think UCLA will be able to defend effectively. I'll tell you one thing. If you're betting somewhere where they have player props, I would look at Jaime Hawkes and what his point total in this game is. And if it's somewhere in the mid-teens, I would look to go over. I think Hawkes is going to have a tremendous day because Akron will not necessarily be able to slow him down. Hawkes is a terrific scorer in a league where you've got some big men. I think he should have a field day here in this matchup. I think the Bruins' defense, combined with Akron's ability to defend also, should keep this game under the total. Maul, you were at the uh, Pac-12 championship yeah. game Saturday night. You told me you were very impressed by Arizona, as yeah. I was when I saw them in person back in, uh, back in November. What did you think of UCLA? They led for a large stretch yeah. of that game. Well, look, I think the Bruins are a very solid team. I think the problem right now that they have is they've got three really good players in terms of Hawkeyes. Uh, Johnny Juzang, Tiger Campbell's been terrific, but I like Jules Bernard because he's willing to take and make a big shot. Uh, but the problem for them is at the five position when you look at it. Uh, Riley's too small when he's in there, and then Miles Johnson is not an offensive threat. He's like a Dennis Rodman. He grabs a rebound and just passes it back out to Hawkins or Juzang. I think this team can be extremely dangerous, but uh, they'll be effective. Any team that they play does not have overwhelming length like a Gonzaga or an Arizona. Oh, even I would probably put Duke in that category with Bancaro and Williams, but I think UCLA is in good shape against other teams. Let's say it's a Baylor or someone like that. Yeah, because they could match up with Baylor in the uh, yeah. in the Sweet 16 game. All right, here's a, here's a game that I've already bet. This is Friday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific Time, TBS. From the five-serve forum in Milwaukee, 11th seeded Virginia Tech against 6th seeded Texas. Virginia Tech absolutely dominant over the weekend. Uh, at Barclays, beating Carolina by 13 and Duke by 15 to win the ACC title. Texas chokes off a 20-point lead right before halftime against TCU to lose 65-60 in their Big 12 quarterfinal matchup. Longhorns limp into this game, having lost three in a row. Texas, this line open two, down to one, total of 123.5. Great word choice there on limping, and I think you're absolutely right. And I think Virginia Tech has got to be the play here, the plus one, but not only that. And by the way, you got to take the plus one because it's minus 105 on the money line, so minus yeah. one-tenth the plus one. It's definitely worth it there. 
Um, but Mike, I would also look at the under here. Uh, this is going to be a defensive game. The one thing that Beard's team is going to advance, they've got to go back to defending the way they did earlier in the year. They've had some defensive lapses, and I think that game against TCU in the second half will be a bit of a wake-up call for them. Virginia Tech, uh, what I really like about them in this matchup compared to Texas is if they're struggling offensively, they can defend you well enough where they can still be in the game with a lack of consistency on the offensive end. However, if they're knocking down shots, I think the Shorthorns are in trouble. I have Virginia Tech advancing here. I, I do too. All right, Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Also uh, from Milwaukee, third seed Purdue against 14th seeded Yale. Purdue made it to the Big Ten final, losing 75-66 to Iowa. That was a double revenge spot for Iowa. The Boilermakers had handled them easily twice during the course of the regular season. Yale upsets Princeton to win the Ivy 66-64. No real marquee out-of-conference wins for the Yale East. Purdue lane 16 here with a total of 143. Yeah, one-way traffic for me on this game. It's the Bulldogs or no play here. Purdue's not necessarily a great team at covering big numbers. Now, when I say that, they'll probably go and win this game by 23, but... Uh, I, I look at this Yale team. They're going to have a problem on the interior matching up with Williams and Edie. That's going to be the concern for this Yale team. But they can score the basketball. That's one thing you like with them. Swain's been outstanding all season long in terms of what he's been able to do, averaging 19 points, almost 90% from the free throw line. But again, for a 16-point spread, you just got to stay within the number. How good is Jaden Ivey? He's got a little job Morant in him to me. Great comparison. That's yeah. a big common comparison. Top five pick. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, Matt Humans, Jonathan Van Tobel, Tim Murray, and Greg Hoops-Peterson. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch. Sign up today for $19, vcin.com slash madness. When we come back... We'll finish off the East. We'll look at the Midwest. And remember, Frank Schwab coming up in 20 minutes. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. <laughs> this segment of Odds On is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. 
Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties. And they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. 15 minutes, we'll have our buddy Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports join the program a day early on a Tuesday, and he's also going to join us on set at Stadium Swim on Friday. Very cool. Absolutely. All right, two games left to go in the East region. Thursday, 6.40 p.m. Pacific time on CBS from Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. A highly anticipated matchup between 7th-seeded Murray State and 10th-seeded San Francisco. Murray State beat Moorhead 71-67 to win the Ohio Valley and rolls into this event having won 18 in a row. Remember, Amal, one of their losses was at Auburn, which we said was the toughest place to play all year. And in December, they did go into Memphis and beat the Tigers when the Tigers were ranked ninth in the country. San Francisco's had a solid season. They lose to Gonzaga 81-71 in the West Coast Conference semifinals. Uh, non-conference schedule best win probably over Davidson, 65-60. to 30-2 Murray State. Favored by one and a half here, Amal, with a total of 136. Yeah, I don't have a play on this game. Uh, I like this Don's team all year long. They've been very solid. Murray State, to me, very good team. Uh, you mentioned out of the OVC, but they were in a tight game there against Moorhead State. Could have gone either way. Um, I'm going to stay away from this one. To me, this is the ideal game where a team trails seven, eight, nine points during the game, take an in-play opportunity. I like Murray State here. You know, these conference title games where one of these small schools is ranked 19th or 20th, they knew if they lost, they were still in at 29-3. and three. They were going to get in the tournament. They were on the nine line, according to Lenardi. So what, would they would be 11 or a 12 if they lost that game. I think that takes the edge off a little bit. Now they're in the tournament. I know you've had success playing against them in the tournament before. This San Francisco team is not Florida State, I'm all. Yeah, I also don't have five guys next to me that I knew when they made the bet on Murray State I was golden. But the reality of it. That was a fun afternoon at the uh, ball. JBT yeah, and I talked there. about that the other day. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> You know, to me, though, Mike, when you're in leagues like the OVC, you can't rely on the committee to put you in. Uh, you know, too many people are bent about the fact that Tennessee got a three uh, seed instead of a two. Uh, I, I don't know. Look, the Racers are a solid team. I think it's a really good matchup between these two teams, and I'm glad that one of these teams get to get to move on here, and we'll see what happens. And the winner gets to move on and play Kentucky uh, <laughs> in Indianapolis. That's the, the that's the earlier game. That, for, that's a big matchup because, remember, for people that don't know, Murray State is in, in the state Kentucky. of Kentucky. Exactly. 4-10 p.m. Pacific on CBS on Thursday. Second-seeded Kentucky, 15th-seeded St. Peter's. Kentucky loses the SEC final 69-62 um, to Tennessee. I think if they win that game, they get a one seed. I'm all, but maybe it's there are the one and, and Baylor's the two and doesn't make much of a difference. St. Peter's uh, beats Monmouth 60-54 to get the automatic invite. Kentucky laying a big number here. I'm all 18 with a total of 132. This can be an interesting game. St. Peter's, uh, this has been a very good defensive team all year long. Remember Shaheen Holloway played at Seton Hall. He's the head coach there now. Done a really nice job. They're going to really struggle to score the basketball against this defense, Mike. I'll tell you the thing that would intrigue me in this one is you can find a team total on St. Peter's probably going to be in the mid-50s, 56, 57. I would look to take the under there, just simply kind of doing the math on it. I, I think that's where we'll find it. I, I would go under on that one if you can find a play on St. Peter's team total under. You know, these numbers at 18, 19, 20 get tricky in this sense. During the tournament, when you've got a large margin, you know you're going to play on Saturday or Monday, excuse me, Sunday, 
you're not necessarily as concerned in the final couple of minutes. You might have some bench guys that get an opportunity. Same thing for the other team, but it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. I think Big Blue rolls on. This is a good team. I know they had a hiccup in the SEC tournament against Tennessee. No shame in that. But I think this is just a bad matchup for St. Peter's. All right, let's get your final four pick. Or who, who wins the East region out of Philadelphia? I'm going with Kentucky. I like the Wildcats. I think they're a more complete basketball team. Baylor's had some injury concerns. Purdue's very solid. UCLA's a good team. But I think when you look at, Purdue can match up with Kentucky size-wise. But I, I think the perimeter play of Kentucky favors them. Baylor, tremendous defensive team. I think UCLA will have a challenge against potentially Purdue and Kentucky from a size standpoint. And don't sleep on St. Mary's potentially being a Sweet 16 Elite 8 team. I think they're extremely dangerous. Randy Bennett's team, extremely well coached. ton of international players that are older with good experience. I think Purdue needs to watch out for Virginia Tech in the second round. No question. I think that'll be an excellent game. I don't know if Purdue gets through there. Um, Virginia Tech might run into too much in Kentucky. I'll take Kentucky to the Avenge, the ghost of Grand Hill and Christian Leitner and come out of Philadelphia and go to the Final Four. All right, let's move on. Ricky P, put a man on the ball. Let's... Move on to the final region, the Midwest region, which will come out of the United Center in Chicago. Top seed is Kansas, uh, who's 2-1 to one still to win this region, which I think is the most wide open of all the regions in terms of not just the one seed, but in terms of as you go down through the top eight or nine seeds. Auburn gets the two seed here. They're plus 260. Then a huge drop off to Wisconsin at 12-1. to one. Providence 25-1. to one. Iowa is actually the third choice at the fifth seed at plus 375 of all. Well, let's take a look at all these teams real quick. KU, obviously a tremendous team during the regular season, but they're a little bit different when they get away from the fog and outside of T-Mobile in Kansas City there. But I think they're a good enough team. Obagi's going to be the key in terms of he's, – he's been consistent all year, right? He's had a, a three-point make in 32 out of 33 games, been tremendous shooting the basketball. But to me, Christian Brown's got to be the guy, Mike. He has been inconsistent for this team. If him and McCormick play well, they got a chance to get to the Final Four. Auburn, Jabari Smith's got to play well against higher competition. He's dominated against some of the weaker competition. Uh, Kessler's been outstanding, uh, especially from a defensive standpoint. But can Auburn shoot the ball consistently well? When you play a team against uh, like Wisconsin, who's very intelligent, plays extremely well, will they get into foul trouble? Will they get into a game where they're effective against them? Providence, I'm not a believer. Give Ed Cooley's team a ton of credit, but we'll see what happens with them. Uh, Reeves got banged up a little bit. He's a game-time decision here. That's a concern for me. Iowa's playing as well as anybody. Here's where I think Iowa's got an advantage in this region. First of all, Wisconsin and Iowa are the closest to this in Chicago. I think it's huge. You'll have a large contingent of Hawkeye fans or Wisconsin fans if they're both there. But the Hawkeyes are the best scoring team in this bracket. The way they shoot the ball. Keegan Murray, 6-for-8 in the three-point line in that game on Saturday. Tremendous. Bohannon's finally found his stroke again. McCaffrey brothers have both been outstanding. Murray's, uh, Chris Murray's been tremendous for this team. I think they're really dangerous. LSU defensively very good. I think with the Will Wade switch, it could have an impact. Maybe not necessarily in the first game. Um, USC, if they find an offense, Mike, they could beat anybody in this bracket because of their defense. I, I think it's a wide open league here. Um, but I'm going to go with Iowa still. I, th- I love the way they're playing. And by the way, I know Keegan Murray didn't win Big Ten Player of the Year, but I was looking through ESPN this morning. They had the top 25 players in the NCAA tournament. Number one on that list, Keegan Murray. Three All-Americans out of the Big Ten. They announced the All-Americans today. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. <laughs> Kobe Coburn got the one spot, and Jay Ivey ended up on the second team. Mm-hmm. I thought Ivey might have been first team. Okay, let's get to some individual matchups. The 9-8 game Thursday at 4.27 p.m. Pacific time. On true from Dickies in Fort Worth. Good matchup here. Creighton against San Diego State. Creighton. 
Tremendous run in the Big East tournament. Gets to the final against Villanova. And really shot poorly in the first half. Stayed in the game. Ends up losing by 6, 54-48. San Diego State gets to the Mountain West title game here at the Thomas and Mac. Losing to Boise State 53-52. to in their last 13 games, Boise State has lost two games. Both the boy, uh, excuse me, San Diego State's lost two games. Both the Boise State, both by one point, they've won their other 11. San Diego State here, favored by two and a half with a total of 120. I know you're not a big fan of the Mountain West. I'm a big Aztecs fan. I'm rolling with San Diego State in this game. Creighton has played extremely well. I think I've lost every Creighton game over the last 10, 10 weeks. It's unbelievable. Every time I bet against them, I lose every one of these games. They got me at UConn. They got me in the Big East tournament. Uh, but I'm still going to take the Aztecs here. I love the way they play. I think they've got the best individual talent on the floor in Matt Bradley, the Cal transfer. Uh, I think Menson Company, the way they defend, are tremendous. Mike, for me, the difference is going to be when you go play Creighton, you're going to be like, holy cow, somebody has actually left, lifted the pressure cooker off us from a defensive standpoint. We know how good Boise State's been defensively. I think it's going to be a real challenge for the Blue Jays in terms of how San Diego State guards you and defends you. I like the Aztecs here and Brian Dutcher's team. I'll disagree. I say Creighton advances. Not necessarily going to have a play on the game here. Sure. Uh, but I'll, in my bracket, Creighton. 12-seed Richmond, 5-seed Iowa. This game Thursday, 12-10 p.m. just afternoon from uh, on True from that beautiful resort town of Buffalo, New York, at the Key Bank Center. <laughs> Richmond steals a bid, beating Davidson in the A-12 final, 64-62. The Hawkeyes, the second choice in the betting market to win the Big Ten tournament, and they did do it. 75-66 over Purdue. They've won 9 of 10, the only loss fading in the second half at Illinois in the last regular season game of the year. But is this the right number? I thought this number's a little wild. Ten and a half here with a total of 150 and a half. I thought it should have been eight and a half or nine. Um, I, I, I wouldn't take Iowa here. But here's the problem. Taking Richmond, you're kind of at the mercy of how well Burton and Gilliard shoot the basketball. Because I don't think they have anybody on this team that can guard Keegan Murray. I think that's going to be a real problem for uh, uh, excuse me, Richmond in this game. So, to me, I would lean towards the Hawkeyes moving on, but I don't know about covering the number. Yeah, I think they move on. Here's the, I mean, they get down 13 to Indiana early, then they get down 8 with 3 minutes to go. Yeah. I mean, they can erase deficits so quickly. Uh, and then they they were worked over by Purdue twice and went wire to wire against yeah. them in the final. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger looking good. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. When we come back, senior NFL writer and betting analyst from Yahoo Sports, Frank Schwab. Fall Insight. Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson looks at every game. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, try to find odds on. I got a couple complaints. We're not there in podcast form them all. We got to look into this. People love to listen to it on their own time. I, I would agree with you. I'm, I'm just glad they actually put us on air based on the respect we get around here. Well, well you, know, you know, I think part of the problem is we have great guests on like Frank and all three of us actually wager. I tell you, a guy who gets a lot of respect, especially from the nuts loyalist, is our is our regular Wednesday guest, Frank Schwab, who's doing us a little favor and coming in a day early here on Skype. And then on Friday, you'll be at Stadium Swim. You're going to see the setup when you come up and do a hit with us, Frank. It's really from the 15th floor looking down on Stadium Swim. It's, 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 it's quite a scene. Wow, you guys going all out for the tournament. I love it. Can't wait to get there. Yeah, that's why I'm on today. I'm flying out to Vegas tomorrow. You guys couldn't get me tomorrow. I'm going to be uh, going to be enjoying that uh, trip out there. Bring your sunscreen, though, because we're right up against the building, and that sun beats off those plain glass oh, windows. Well, I've been in the stadium, so I watched one of the Bucks play. By the way, Mike, the Bucks won the NBA championship last year. I don't know if you heard that, but I watched a Bucks playoff game at Stadium Swim, and I was like, 
oh, there, there's no shade anywhere. Uh-oh. Like, you know, this this uh, burns pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. Nice nice win for them in uh, Utah last night, too, coming from behind. Frank, you sent me a text this morning, you, it, very early, uh, and you said, it, my morning routine includes getting up, making a pot of coffee, finding out who the Lakers are playing against and betting on them. How bad is this team? <laughs> like, it's it's clockwork. I, and that's honestly got truth, Mike, because I texted you a couple weeks ago saying, I'm having a pretty good NBA season, but what really is is making it for me is just betting against the Lakers every single time. And somehow there's still value betting against them. Like, it doesn't matter. Spread the team no matter what. I'm just, okay, who the Lakers play? I'm betting against them. They've been absolutely awful this season. Just And, and because they're a name, because they have LeBron, because people somehow, someway think they're going to turn it around, you still find betting value on them. They're, I think they're 2-8 since the break. Can't remember the last time they covered a spread. It is it, it's pretty amazing how bad they are. And it was it was immediate last night. They're playing Toronto and they're down what twenty eight to ten or something like that first quarter. It's like okay, another winner. Yeah, Frank. To your point, I think that might have been the easiest game bet in the NBA season last night. Twenty one to two, five and a half minutes into that game. That's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see the playoff odds right now. Lakers are yes to make the playoffs plus two fifty, minus three sixty on the no. For people that are unfamiliar, the play in tournament, you have to win that to get into the eighth spot to qualify on the bet. So just a little bit of distinction mm-hmm. if you're looking to make that wager there. Um, I mean, how long can you ride this gravy train? Is it one where you just continue to ride until the wheels fall off? Basically, until until the sports books just turn off the faucet and say, yeah. no more. We're, we're not giving you these numbers anymore. And like, you know, last night, Toronto would be like minus 11. Okay, I'll pass then. But if it's still Toronto minus three and a half, four, whatever it was when I got it. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep doing that until they tell me I can't. Frank, let's go to the NIT. No, I'm kidding. Let's go to the NCAA (laughs) tournament, obviously getting started today. Interesting matchup here between Indiana and Wyoming. I don't know if you ever got to play on this game. This game or any other game that's kind of caught your fancy as you look towards tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday? Yeah, I mean, a ton of games Thursday and Friday, obviously. But let's start with Indiana because I think they match up well. I I just think they looked really good in the Big Ten tournament. And I get it. They're back. They had to play their best ball. But I think they just match up with Wyoming. Well, Wyoming wants to get it down low and, and bang down there. And that works in the Mountain West, but that's Big Ten basketball. And Indiana plays it really well. I, I think they're really coming alive. Nothing against Wyoming. They're a good team. I, I just think this is a bad matchup for them. So I, I'll take the favorite here. I'll take Indiana. Frank, if you filled out your brackets, uh, what's your best bet to make the Final Four to win a region? And maybe Maybe it's not a team... Uh, that's a one seed, but somebody that's got a little value, maybe at plus two dollars or higher. Yeah, this this might be the dumbest thing I've done, but we were on Yahoo, and I was filling. I, I just did each region on its own, and got to the end and said, "I have four SEC teams in the final four, but I'm riding with it." Hey, let's go! I I think Kentucky. I think they're going to make the final. There, really like Tennessee. It's not just yeah. the SEC tournament. They they played really well all season. They don't have. One loss outside of the Ken Palm top 25 teams. So really like Tennessee. I can't. Frank, Frank, we're going to call you right back. We're having technical difficulties. We'll give you a call right back. Yeah, we'll get to Frank uh, here momentarily. Let's continue on while we'll. we'll, we'll Hold on. I want to address this four SEC teams. Okay. You don't know which four they are? No, I have a pretty good idea, but come on. Kentucky and Tennessee are... I didn't are, realize he had Greg Sankey filling in his bracket. Arkansas? He's got Arkansas. Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Auburn? Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize this was being played down on the plains. I'm sure LSU makes a regional final. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get Frank, we'll, back, Frank back on the we'll, phone. We'll wait out buying referees. Let's talk about LSU-Iowa uh, State Let's while, go to while we wait to get Frank back on the line. 
Oh, well, forget that. We're Now he's on the phone. <laughs> Frank, Frank uh, we had some technical difficulties with the Skype. Amal is really interested in, in hearing the rest of your argument for the All-SEC Final Four. I, I thought you sat down with Greg Sankey and filled this thing out. Yeah, right? I thought it was a football tournament, so I did it. No, but, I, okay, Kentucky's my, my pick kind of by default in that region. I didn't like anybody else. I really do like Tennessee. They had a great season. No bad losses. Not one loss outside of a top 25 Ken Palm team. And, you know, we all saw them play in the SEC tournament. I can't quit Auburn. I love that roster. I love Jabari Smith. love Walker Kessler. And then, you know, I, I can't, you can't bet Gonzaga. You can't bet a minus 140 to make a, a Final Four. It's just no way. i got to find uh, – some value elsewhere and Arkansas is a team I want a lot of money on these past few weeks and they're 14 to 1 to make the final four I think they can run with Gonzaga get them out of their comfort zone a little bit make some shots play some defense I Arkansas 14 to 1 sure I, I think the the value is there at least for me to to take them and not go chalky with Gonzaga well I would agree with you. Mike and I said this yesterday. We thought it was a bad number to lay with the Zags. I think there's capable teams there with Texas Tech and Duke, uh, potentially the Razorbacks as well. I think Musselman's as good of a coach as there is in college basketball. The key for me is J.D. Note's got to stay out of foul trouble. And I, I think Audis Tony turns out to be one of the most underrated transfers all year long in terms of what he's been able to do with this Arkansas team. But you mentioned Auburn. I got no problem with you. Mike and I both have Kentucky going to the Final Four. I think Tennessee's a very dangerous team. But my pushback is on Auburn. I think from a talent yeah. standpoint, they're tremendous. And you look at the big guys, uh, Smith and Kessler, unbelievable. But, Frank, these guys couldn't hit shots in an empty gym with nobody defending them from the perimeter. I, I can't lie to you. That's one thing, you know, just glaring about them. They can't hit threes. They're one of – they're probably ranked in the – 280s in, in three point percentage this year, and that's a problem. I, I can't, I can't deny that. I just look. I just it was one of those teams that I'm being stubborn on. Fell in love with them when they went to number one. Just you know, Jabari Smith to me is a number one pick in the NBA draft. Maybe it's Chet. I don't know, but hey, there's a, certainly an argument to be made. And so I'm just I'm being stubborn. I can't lie to you. I'm just sticking with them. And by the way, one real quick thing on Gonzaga as you were talking about their road. Uh, don't sleep on Memphis in the second round. Memphis is a one of the absolute rare nine seeds that can athlete with with a number one seed. And Memphis, from you know the time they were ten and nine, I think, in the Penny Hardaway rant that we all saw, Memphis was a really really good team. If we just take second half of the year, Memphis, they were probably a top four seed. Uh, they were that good. I, I can't sleep on Memphis at least giving Gonzaga a scare in the second round. I don't disagree with you. Bates is able to come back in that game. I think it would be much more dangerous for Memphis here. Jalen Duran, for people that may not have seen him play, this guy yeah. is an absolute beast on the glass. He's got to stay a little bit out of foul trouble. If he can avoid that, I would agree with you. I think this Memphis team can be dangerous. Frank, I push back on you with Auburn, but with Bruce Pearl. Uh, I, they get in a close game here. And look, I think either USC or Miami can beat them in the second round here. Um, I, you know, the only close game they won this year down the stretch is, they, you know, they had Tom Crean at Georgia, and they were even just worse in the final two minutes than Auburn was. I want to ask you about uh, NFL before we get away. Uh, Rodgers apparently signing a deal here uh, with the Packers. We knew that was going to happen. Tom Brady makes this uh, amazingly timed announcement right after the bracket comes out that he's coming back to yeah, Tampa thanks. Bay. Is the reaction in the betting market or by the bookmakers in taking out Tampa Bay and making them the favorites in the NFC in some markets appropriate? 
I don't like it. I, look, Tampa Bay's got a good team. There's no question about that, and they're going to end up bringing back a lot of it. But at some point, I, they, they weren't the favorite last year. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they weren't the number one seed. They didn't beat the Rams. And then all of a sudden, what's changed other than Tom Brady's going to be 45? Like, I, Brady's a freak. He's a cyborg. He just might play till he's 50 and be great. I don't know. But there's no history of this. There's no – look, he's 45 years old. At some point, he has to look like 2015 Peyton Manning. It hasn't happened yet. But, yeah, I, I think it's an overreaction. I don't think the Buccaneers are the favorite. They're very good. They, they're capable. But, yeah, moving them up to that top spot. I, I, why are they better than Green Bay right now? I assume the Devontae Adams thing will get worked out. I, they're still a very good team, playoff jokes aside. They're, they're still probably the team to beat in the NFC. Yeah, I don't get the Buccaneers the jump up there. Frank, I completely agree with you. I look at the last two Super Bowl champions, and I can even make an argument with Kansas City three years ago that all these teams had a certain amount of flaws. These aren't some dominant Dallas Cowboys of the 90s or that Super Bowl 29 winning team of the 49ers where you go, wow, they're just absolutely dominant. I don't get the affinity for Tampa right now. My pushback on Green Bay is Rodgers' last couple of years having home field couldn't get it done. Yeah, but you assume that at some point that flips. I think that's a little unlucky. I don't think they're going to get a punt blocked in the fourth quarter every year True. against San Francisco. Like, I, I just look, if you keep knocking on the door, if you keep getting a number one seed, eventually you're going to bust down the door. And I just I just think it's a little bit fluky that they haven't made a Super Bowl yet in this in the last 11 years or whatever it's been. Thanks, Frank, for the for, thanks, Frank, for the time. And we'll see you Friday right here at Stadium. Absolutely. Swim. Don't wait. Don't forget Can't the wait. sunscreen. Yeah, we'll finish the West bracket or the uh, Midwest bracket when we come back. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bed River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has a daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-9 with in Indiana, 1-800-BETS off in Iowa, 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. Welcome back in the final segment of Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Let's finish out the Midwest bracket, Amal, before we get to the picks today. We left off four versus 13 Thursday, 9.40 a.m. on True from Key Bank Center in Buffalo, New York. 
Fourth seed Providence takes on 13th seed at South Dakota State. Providence wins the Big East regular season them all, but in their first game in the tournament, the quarterfinal against Creighton, they get absolutely blown out, 85-58. South Dakota State heads into this game them all, 30-4. They beat North Dakota State 75-69 in the, the Summit Finals. They have won 21 in a row heading into this game. This is another chic 4-13 matchup. Like Arkansas and Vermont, you took Arkansas in that game. Providence here laying two, the total of 149.5. Yeah, I hate to go against the official team of odds on Providence, but they're not at the dunk, so you got to look at South Dakota State here. I think they're very capable. They shoot the three ball best in the nation, over 40%. But, Mike, to me, the problem with Providence is their inconsistency. Outside of Horkler, they don't have consistent three-point shooting. Wilson's going to be a load inside, and Watson, if he gets in foul trouble, they're in real trouble in this matchup, so... Uh, I'm going to lean towards the Jackrabbits here. I I think this Providence team, give them a ton of credit. But when you stack them up from a talent standpoint, I would go with Villanova and UConn as being better teams. And I think they get in trouble here today. They've won every close game this year. Uh, We'll see if they could pull it out again. I I have to give them a lot of credit for that because there has to be something said about teams that have the ability to close out games, knowing how to win games. You know, I know we'll get into baseball here shortly in the next couple of weeks, but we always look at teams that have closers. When you give them the ball, you're not afraid they're going to blow the save. And that's kind of how I look at Providence. Uh, I'm going to pick Providence to advance. From a betting standpoint, this would be an in-game look for me when I see how these teams match up. 6-11 matchup in the Midwest Friday, 4.20 p.m. Pacific time on TBS from Milwaukee. LSU against Iowa State. LSU lost in the SEC quarterfinals, 79-67 to Arkansas. Iowa State got absolutely annihilated by Texas Tech in the Big 12 quarterfinals, 72-41. That's the second on the three games for them where they failed to score more than 41 points, scoring 36 at home against Oklahoma State. Iowa State, one-time ranked 10th in the country, is the 11th seed here. LSU, lane four, with a total of 127.5. Yeah, I like LSU in this spot here. I'm not a big fan of this Iowa State team. I like the number at four, Mike. I think this defense for LSU is outstanding. I'm not as concerned about the coaching change with Will Wade. Tari Easton, the Cincinnati transfer, has been tremendous. Going to wind up in the first round of the NBA draft. Here's the one concern I have with LSU. Pinson hurt his hand. And if he's not effective, we've seen this team have a little bit of a slump when he's not running the point for them. But I think they're extremely dangerous. Uh, Iowa State, highly inconsistent. They put up, in two of their last three games, 41 points and 36 points. I think with our crew here, we can probably manage 20. I don't know if against LSU's defense we'd manage 20. But I think we'd score at least a few points. If Jacob was here, I agree with you. All right. The next game on Friday night from Milwaukee, Wisconsin against Colgate, 314. No team benefited uh, geographically from their draw better than Wisconsin. They start in Milwaukee, and if they advance out of Milwaukee, they go to Chicago for the regional final. Uh, Wisconsin lost 69-63 to Michigan State in the Big Ten quarterfinal. Colgate won the Patriot, uh, beating Navy 74-58. to They come in winners of 15 in a row. Amal, they started 8-11. They come in 23-11. The Badgers laying 7.5 with a total of 139. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Based on the number, I know a lot of people are on Colgate here. I think it's a little bit of a high number for Wisconsin to cover. Uh, But, again, I think you have to give a team like Wisconsin a ton of credit for what they've been able to do throughout the course of the season. They had a tough loss against Michigan State. Colgate can really shoot the three-point shot. That's going to be interesting. One other thing to pay attention to, Mike, is for me is Johnny Davis's health. And if you didn't get Colgate, I think it was at 9.5 at one Mm. point. Um, Now down to 7.5. A little bit more difficult to bet this one. Uh, But... Look, I this is a complete stay away for me. I would not be surprised if Wisconsin's in a dogfight if they lose the game, if Wisconsin wins by 14. 
Lost their last two. Lost at home to Nebraska and then beat by Michigan State in the tournament. 7-10 matchup, USC against Miami. Friday, 12-10 p.m. just after noon. This one from Greenville, South Carolina. USC lost in the Pac-12 semis to UCLA, 69-59. Miami losing the ACC semis to Duke, 80-76. Remember, they won earlier in the year in Cameron. USC comes in 26-7. Miami, 23-10. USC, close, close spread here. Favored by a point and a half with a total of 139 and a half. It's going to be interesting. When you look at this USC team, offensively at times they can be a bit stagnant, struggle a little bit there. That's one area of concern I have. Uh, Miami was effective when they played Virginia, put up 71 points, but still lost that basketball game. And when you look at, they played uh, Virginia a second time, they only scored 58. When you look at the two best defensive teams in this league, Virginia Tech, they beat them on a buzzer beater one time earlier this year, and Virginia beat them twice. I'm going to go with the Trojans here because I think the defensive pressure that SC can put on you will be the difference in this game. Andy Enfeld's team moving on. I'll take Jim Laranego over Andy Enfeld any day of the week and twice on uh, on Friday. I, I don't disagree with you. However, you got players for this SC team that can make plays. Oh, I, I think there's a regional advantage here, too, of Miami playing in South Carolina against USC traveling all the way across the country. I, I think Boogie Ellis and Peterson and company will be okay. Uh, Magusti and uh, Awong are going to have to play extremely well. Second seed Auburn takes on 15 seed Jacksonville State, also in South Carolina. That's at 9.40 a.m. early Friday morning on True. Auburn loses to Texas A&M. 67-62 in the SEC quarterfinal effort, having won the regular season SEC championship. Jacksonville State did not win their tournament, the A-Sun. They got beat in the semifinal round by Jacksonville, but Jacksonville lost to Bellarmine. Bellarmine, because they're transitioning to Division I, not eligible for three years to go to the tournament, so the regular season champion, Jacksonville State, gets in. Surprised they're not a 16. They're a 15 here. Auburn laying 15 and a half with a total of 138 and a half. Yeah, first of all, the NCAA needs to change that rule. Why would a team How about able- then they petitioned the NIT, Bellarmine, to get to the NIT since they got left out of the NCAA? And the NCAA said, no, you can't play in the NIT. CBI invited them. They said, we're staying home. Yeah, they should have never done that to Bellarmine. It's unfortunate what happened there. I think this team deserved to be in there. Uh, Gamecocks in this matchup, I think they're going to struggle against Auburn. This is the kind of game where I think Auburn should be able to name their score simply because size factor, uh, just athletic ability. This is just a bad matchup for them, but... Again, like I said, these high spreads, I've not gotten involved in any of these games, and I won't do so in this matchup as well. All right, let's go to the uh, to the play so we make sure we get him in. You're taking a pass today? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I took a play in the NIT, and I don't want to give it because it's a yeah. five-point difference now. I'm going to tell you right now, the NIT, bet these games over. These are open gyms. Vanderbilt and Belmont opened at 143.5 last night. I, I said, wow, this is a low number for two teams that can score the basketball. This morning it was 148.5. So what number did you get? 143.5. That's at Vanderbilt? It's at Vanderbilt. Um, But, you know, to me, a lot of these games, you've got to bet overnights. I I don't understand why people wait till the day of. These games come out 6, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock Pacific time. Great opportunities. Even if the line moves against you, don't worry about it. Just take a line if you see what you like. All right. For me, a big day here in the Champions. You know I have Ajax to win the Champions League at 16-1. to We know four of the quarterfinalists already. Real Madrid, Man City, Bayern, uh, Munich, and Liverpool have advanced Two more advanced today. Now, remember this game when they played it in Portugal against Benfica. It was one of the strangest games you'll ever see. There were four goals. The aggregate comes in 2-2 here. But three of the four goals were very, very fluky, including an own goal by Benfica, where they were trying to clear it and put it in their own net from 25 feet out. It was just really bizarre. The other Benfica goal uh, came uh, where they had to review it for a Benfica foul, but then they said no foul, and the goal counted, and they tied Ajax uh, 2-2. 
Now it's a different scene. I'm not sure how well these lesbians will travel from the sunny shores uh, of Portugal when they travel 1,150 miles and play on the shores of the North Sea today in Amsterdam. I like this game under three and a half, minus 105. I think this 2-2 this is a very deceptive score. And, of course, I already have IX to advance. By the way, on the three-way, they're minus $3 today. Wow, high price. You don't think they'll be relaxed in one of the great cities in the world? It, it is a beautiful city. Um, but I've already got my eggs in a basket there on the side, <laughs> under three and a half. And then I took Indiana Moneyline tonight. I don't think Wyoming deserves to be in the tournament. I'm anti-Mountain Wet. They don't deserve to be. They deserve to be over Texas A&M. Who is Wyoming beat? I have a rule in every sport. If you lose to a putrid Stanford team, just like Oregon did in football and they did in basketball, you don't belong in a big tournament or you don't belong in a college football playoff. I'll take Indiana on the money line tonight. Game and date, and they'll have many more fans there than Wyoming will. Minus 180 for two units. I like this play. I, I'm with you on this one. I think Indiana moves on uh, fairly comfortably. Hey, Amal, we've been talking about that prop, which conference wins the NCAA tournament. Oh. Frank should just go all in on the SEC plus $3. <laughs> He'll have no sweat at the Final Four. <laughs> so SEC's plus $3. West Coast Conference, essentially Gonzaga, although you get St. Mary's, plus $3 as well, and San Francisco. Big 12 plus 350, Big 10 plus $4, Pac-12 plus $5. Are we still riding the Pac-12 here? You have to on price. I, um, yeah, I, I think it's got to be uh, the Pac-12. Look, I got Arizona winning it. Oh, we got to finish out our fight. Oh, sorry. Pick. You, said, um, you said you got Iowa to Dude. come out of the Midwest. I can't agree with you in lockstep. It wouldn't be a show. So I had to go back, scratch my head. Uh, I don't know. I'll go with the one seed Kansas here just so we're different in some way. Well, enjoy, enjoy the Sweet 16, Bill Self. <laughs> Three Final Fours in 19 years. Nine America. number one seeds. <laughs>